wizardry school? Uh, what's going yeah, on? Wizarding world died right. here today. Yeah. Damn right. Armored cell. The what are you today? What's going on here? It's confusing. Uh, Armored today, Armored today uh, I, I plan on being the uh, the wizard of the cancel culture. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg, um, and I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. One more time before the month comes to an end. Welcome back, the Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back, our favorite I want to say cult leader, but I think I'm catching like a a sense of more of like uh, wizardry school. Uh, what's going yeah, on? Wizarding world died right. here today. Yeah, damn right. Armored cell. The what are you today? What's going on here? It's confusing. Uh, armored today, armored today uh, I plan on being the uh, the wizard of the cancel culture. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're the wizard of the cancel culture Damn oh my right. god please clip this we need this i need this i need this i need this please i mean if i'm gonna if i'm gonna stream i might as well get canceled before i start streaming might as well get ahead of it you know? <laughs> you know what dude if if i had what you had i kid you not i would wear this every single time i play and stream hogwarts legacy zero fucks given i would do it i would 100 yeah. percent do it i mean please come to my channel and try to throw some bullshit at me yeah are you gonna like name your stream team expelliarmus or something <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's so good dude you look like you uh you live in hogwarts or go to school there at least the, the benefits of cosplaying it's true. All this extra stuff at home. God bless. That's awesome, dude. Okay. Look, before we dig in too far today, uh, got to give a shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to all of the supporters here, uh, the Imperial Flames, which support us here on Twitch, over on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Now, homies, today is not expected to be a long podcast we are going to be gearing up towards the upcoming developer live stream why not go ahead and just shout out what that is right get your questions in no later than february 22nd this coming wednesday at 11 a.m pacific and if you do so over on the forums then by this friday which is when the live stream for the developers is going to be launching february 24th at 11 a.m pacific they just might ask your question during their development live stream we know they got a lot of grief about the last one um, i've seen a lot of things on the forums um, relating to the last developer live stream and criticisms and critiques etc related to that but we'll be doing a um viewing party and a slight post show uh this coming friday as per the usual when i'm able um and i think we'll be doing some stuff after that too but that's that's gonna be my binge day uh, because I don't get the game a whole lot. Dude, you know I went and jumped on B-Rising to save my base or whatever like yesterday. I was on there for like, dude, I've n I'm have literally just a vampire running around getting blood to like feed to the castle to keep it going. And I'm like, God, I miss doing this sort of trivial shit in a video game just because I'm in a fantasy world. It feels nice. God, I missed it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I went in there myself just to check things out and get everything. Like, I mean, I pulled for my my uh, uh, blood cellar, I guess, if you yeah. would call it. So, but I didn't have to go and run around. But I was like, man, I remember like setting all this up, and I can't wait for the multiple fours mm. to be able to do that, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm looking forward to that's like May, right? Is their next? So we yeah. got to be having some community days for V Rising again, which I'm. I like yeah, this. Fantastic. Yeah, man, I miss those. We had a lot of fun doing that. Those, that was a good time. Yeah, the Fang Bang was real. Yeah, Fang Bang's for the win, baby. Uh, look, 
before we dig into episode 213, Riddle Pages, yeah, we're talking about Riddle Pages. What's that all about? There's a hint on the screen right now. I can't confirm or deny who and or what might be the hint at that. But look, I went over to our podcast on iTunes. We're 20 reviews away from hitting 50 over there. So if you'd be so, I don't know, so like awesome as to go over there, if you haven't already, give us five stars, leave us a comment. We'll read it here live on the show. Um, you can go over. It's our pin post on Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder, right over there. Click the pin post to iTunes, go over the iTunes, do your thing. We'll read it here live. Okay, cool. So what's been going on? Well, Knights of the Phoenix, we're always recruiting. Um, do it our community nights sort of in the future. We're postponing some of those, or at least I am until probably like March, mid-March to late March when I'm back, you know, and have the capacity to sort of do that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, we've got the developer live stream coming up mm-hmm. and we're going to talk today about what we'd like to see come from that. Um, we're also going to be talking a little bit about this calendar and you might think the calendar is going to be the show's topic today. Yeah. Cause then pages are riddled with questions for me. I have questions about a lot of that. I looked at it since Daedalus and I talked on Thursday on the LFM podcast, right? And we briefly talked about some of that stuff there. Between some of the things Armored Cell has been linking in our Discord, which is discord.gg forward slash some more, go in there. We've got channels for everything. I think it's in the Ashes discussion channel. Armored Cell posted some stuff in there. And I was like looking at that and then a combination of that and the way Steven's been responding to people, both in social media and Discord and then the calendar itself. Can we just talk about this calendar for a minute? Like, number one, it's, it's, it's a little weird that the calendar is a noteworthy thing to post in their news area compared to all the other things that they could be sharing. And I'm just going to throw this up there. This is a conversation for the day. It's going to be speculative and there might be criticisms as well, but I think this is a worthy discussion because number one, and this is where we can have some fun talking about it. Is that it? Why in the hell would they go on their 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 freaking blog post and post a 12-month calendar which starts in February and goes till January of 2024, the first peculiar part, and everything's talking about loving this, loving this, loving this. There's a lot to talk about. Why don't we dig in? What the heck do you think is even making this calendar worthwhile? to be posting on their, on their website. I might, I don't know. I mean, I, I think um, it might've been armored cell that posted something out there um, about this, where they were talking. I think we might've talked about last week's show might've been where they were talking about announcements on their Twitter. So I kind of feel like, there's something here with relation to this is like yeah like i like you said i mean people have been asking about merch right but merch really a calendar though a calendar that you you know that you print i don't know i just feels like there's something else there they're trying to say but not say um it just it it feels like kind of like a, a a steven troll um but hinting at calendars announcements of dates of certain stuff and things uh i don't know that that's kind of when i saw that i like that was my first instinct was to think that yeah what about you armored cell yeah i've been looking through these images and i'm like trying to find like there's got to be something right even if it's like in in some sort of celtic language or dwarven language or something there's got to be something in here like I'm, i've been i've been looking at this for ages and then like I noticed that some of the some of the numbers look different on some of the other pages, but then some on the same on some other pages. I might just be like a like an upload error or something. But like, there's got to be something here. Like it, it's out. It's it's weird. It's why I'm I'm used to being trolled so many times that I'm like 
There's got to be something here. Well, I I have some theories because I, I don't think it was in the numbers as much as it was in the theme for each month for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some of the imagery, I mean, number one, this isn't a calendar. Okay, so I had two I had two thoughts initially when I was like, why would they release a calendar to post up for like February? Like what makes it noteworthy? Well, I don't think it's the fact it's a calendar. At first I thought to myself, is this their way of hinting that perhaps the merch store is going to open up? And then I thought about it. I was like, no, I don't think that's it. Because this calendar doesn't seem like something worthy of being on their merch store. I'm not dissing them, but I don't think that was the purpose of it. And I could be off, but I'm trying to logically make sense out of why would you put the time and energy into creating a calendar to post in an article if it's for the sake of the calendar that you can print out? Because the imagery on the calendar pages, they aren't really that great. Like a lot of them are things we've seen before. And for developers with Ashes, they could very quickly and easily go and like, you know, throw these together, put them up in in like no time, right? Also, they put their watermark over every single of the image pages, which also tells me this isn't likely going to be a calendar that you're actually going to purchase anywhere. So I don't think this is hinting at that. Originally, I was like, Maybe it's a hint at the merch store because that's something they've talked about. But they've talked a lot about a lot of things that haven't come to pass. So what else could this possibly mean? Yes, if you were to look at some of the dates on here. Okay, for example, if you look at July and you go through there, there are some of these days that are bolded more than others. Now, April's a little weird. It doesn't really have that for me. And March is a little weird because it, it kind of does for certain days. It does, but not for all of them. And so I'm, I'm, you see that? Yeah. But there's specific ones where the days are heavier. February 14th. Well, that's okay. That's the Valentine's Day. And I haven't gone to check this, but you look at some of these, uh, you go to specifically yeah, well, July 4th. I think they're marking holidays in bold. 14th, July 4th. But there are some of the the, the weeks there were like some of the days look almost like they're heavier weighted, but I yeah. like, but like armored cell, I can't quite tell. And I'm going, could that potentially be testing dates? But I, I feel like that's a little bit much of a stretch. Now, what I do look at and wonder about that seems the most likely is that perhaps the imagery and the theme represents what showcased that month that they may or may not have planned coming up. Now you're going, well, what days would that make sense? Um, I don't know. I look at March, loving the little homes we build together, housing. Um, You go to April. This one's tough. You got the little weird dude with busting green gas out of booty, loving those who are cheeky. I'm not really sure about that, but I thought maybe that could be like, well, April's what? April Fool's. Mm-hmm. But perhaps like that's like RP or something that they could be showcasing. I don't really know. Loving those who raise us. Well, that's also May Mother's Day. But is it also, could you speculate that that's animal husbandry? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, you go into like June loving our beaches and having fun in the sun, naval content. I don't know, man. Again, I'm not sure. I'm just throwing things out there. Loving your independence in July. Well, 4th of July, but also it's like the castle in the background. Is it something related to castle sieges? I don't really know. Hot summer nights. Don't know about that. I got nothing. I keep going on down. Loving your favorite couch potato. Anybody see that one in September and go, are, are those two potatoes getting their buff in a uh, in in a tavern? Is that what's going on? Two potatoes are buffing it up in a bed together. Because remember, anyway, I don't really know what that could have to do with um, loving all things spooky. Uh, you know what I mean? Fall leaves. It's more related to seasonal, but I don't know if that's potentially anything. Because if there's nothing more there than just a printable calendar and and believe me for the sake of 
conversation. I really hope it's more than that because it just seems like a waste of an article to post. I know it's fun, but it's like it feels a little like a post that we said that we posted an article lately. But if you did, and that's why, it's sure a far cry from the kind of info we'd hope to see in one. So feel free to dig in on any of that if you got it. So in December, both 25th and the 31st is highlighted, which is New Year's Eve and Christmas, right? Yeah. So I think what we should do is go through this entire thing and find out if there's anything that's highlighted that isn't a holiday. Like yeah. 23rd of November? Is there anything on 23rd of November? Well, 23rd of November is a Thursday. It's Thanksgiving in the U.S., yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm not American, so that, that's why I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to have to go for it. That's for, I reckon maybe one of them might not be as what we see. So at first, I was like, maybe it's like the, the uh, alphabet, like alphabet converted to, to numbers, and then you have to, because I've, like, Notch has done this before with Minecraft, like in the early days where it do, like, some like okay. riddles and stuff, but so that's that's where I was going with it. But then I was like, well, it looks seems more like total holidays, so maybe there might be one that's highlighted that isn't a whole holiday. So that's probably where I'm going to go with. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the majority of the bolder ones are all holidays because that's what they they all stand out with is uh, out for to me. And then I think on the I'm still going to lean this way. I feel like when I look at the weeks and I see some that look like they're more bold, I'm going with what you said originally. I feel like those are just days that just seem a little more bolded for whatever weird reason is what I think. I don't I don't think there's anything more to them. Now, someone could definitely go and check all of these things out. Fact check it. Feel free to more of us looking at it's better than one. But again, I go back to why would they post something like this out of all the things they could post that people have been wanting to see after articles that have been promised through all of last year that never came to pass. What reason? Because if it's just because they really wanted to give us a fun little calendar to download lackluster man i'm gonna say it i don't want to i don't want to say it but it just seems like that's i mean i'm like personally i don't i don't nitpick the details there i just think general a calendar means there's dates coming up i mean i I would tend to agree with you if it if it is just a calendar yeah it's like really guys no don't you love us anymore you and I talked about this Thursday, right? Yes, we did. And I found it. This is the thing that you brought up and I also agree with. It seems weird to launch that in a February. Yes. Yeah, that was the other thing that I was like, if you're going to, I mean, because this doesn't look like it's anything necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless, I mean, I guess they like are, you know, saying it's a theme of love and everything is about loving. Yeah. But still, it's just like it just seems really like oddly timed to put a calendar that doesn't start on the first month of the year. Yeah, you could have just I mean, you could have launched that like January for funsies for people. Yeah. Yeah. Why do it in February? I don't think that there's any concrete dates that are like secretly hidden there personally. But I do find it odd to launch a calendar that goes from February of 2023 to January of 2024. And I've also got a note. Did anybody else feel like I, it? We talked about this. We haven't said it yet, Daedalus. Do we feel like this is a troll thing going on here by Steven? I mean, I, I said it. I said it early on. I'm like, I think it's a troll thing. It feels troll. Yeah. Especially with how I've also seen him respond in social media as of late. Yeah, because they 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 talk about when uh, I mean it was like they were referring to things like as an announcement versus something else. I can't remember like mm-hmm. exactly what it is. I'll have to go on the Discord and um, see what Armored Cell posted because I thought there was. Here we go. Um, I think it was something about. I, I think it was something about um, specifically. Yeah, because we talked a little bit about like what what they were going to do like whether the mage or the rogue would come first and they said it was the mage 
Mm-hmm. But I could have sworn there was something um, here about, and I can't remember if it was on Twitter or something else, but it was specifically around. Somebody asked about dates when it's ready, is what Steven said. Right. Still, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like he's trolling it, and I, I can't. I, I I don't know, man. I just when it's ready. If it, it's a little more like of a of a sort of um, I'm not saying abrasive, but it's a little more of a short way for him to respond to people. He's usually a little more engaging than I than I saw him in that one. I, I think I think that there's a little bit of like frustration for some of them right now because of how last month went. Yeah, well, that's fair. I yeah, think, um, it's understandable too. So. Just letting you know, I was just inspecting all the images on the Ashes of Creation website for the uh, for that calendar, and of all, like you can find out some some interesting things. For example, like the there's the calendar cover for the first image, the second image, uh, image of mushroom, dates February, image birds, March, April, second April, May, May, but June there's image June, and then there's uh, dates June update. The June update is the only one that's got the update tagline on the image. Wait, hold up. What? So it's scrolling. Hold on a second, dude. <laughs> what? So if you go inspect on the images, yes, on that on that page, and then go to elements, go down to um to June. Yes. There's image June and then there's six dates June update. It's the only calendar page that's got update on it. Interesting. Hold on a damn minute here. I am looking. Because I, I started thinking there like is. metadata and I was like thinking about the map. I was like, hey, uh, what if you just inspect the image? I have no idea whether that means anything or not. It's, it may not. It may just be the, uh, the file curious. that they uploaded. But that's curious though. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh, screenshot that to now Discord. Very queer, very, very, uh, very weird. Yeah, it's just, but overall, I'm just like, what the hell? We got a downloadable calendar. It's such a strange thing for them to post. Again, I could just be overlooking, because I overlook everything, and it's like. It's interesting to think about. I mean, I'd love for there to be something more to it. Yeah, it just felt like it was very like kind of out of left field, like John says. It's like, huh? Yeah, like why? Somebody should put put that question in the Q and A. Why a calendar? Why? Why a calendar? <laughs> I'm gonna post yeah. that. <laughs> yes, we got till Wednesday. That's great. I've got the thing pulled up right here. So, but that that begs the question though right like at this point like i i even said it in chat i typed it i didn't say it out loud i don't have any expectation for dates with the way last year went and kind of how things have been going so far like aside from the thing that never mind uh uh, what did you do i almost leaked something never mind (laughs) i almost leaked something (laughs) About next week, guys. He doesn't leak. He doesn't tell us anything either. So as soon as as soon as he's like, let's <laughs> let's like, oh oh. I almost said something about yeah, a date. As soon as the sausage <laughs> comes down, man. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, I encourage you to go check out what channel is that? Picture shares, I think. Is it? Yep, picture shares channel. Yeah, there's a certain <laughs> clip that a certain community member made uh, from a conversation that Daedalus and I had. And yeah, yeah, so that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, miss me by that much, by the way, just to say it. Oh, that's funny. A lot of times, like, if you uh, if you read the calendar backwards and then translate it to old pig Latin to find the secrets. I knew I learned pig Latin for a reason. I'll oh, work yeah? on it. Can no, I have not learned some? Latin. Oh, that would have been interesting to speak some. <laughs> speak some pig Latin, will ya? So here's the thing. I got some questions, though, because we've been talking about Hogwarts as of late, and I'm looking forward to playing that. Mm. 
what are we hoping to see, man? And with this Ashes update, man, it's it's a February update. It's a shorter month than usual. Um, what do you want, guys? Like, I mean, aside from dates, because we know we all want dates. I think, yeah, UI update was something. So UI is something that Stephen mentioned. I think we talked about last week that might yeah. be possibly happening. He said, "What was the other thing we may also and in, go into the Tower of Carfin?" Yeah, it was going to the Tower of Carfin. Yeah. 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 I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those two things. I mean, I agree with chat. I don't zero expectations on any dates. I mean, I do hope that they address the, this like somehow. I mean, I don't know if they're yeah. going to come out and say, I'm like, yeah, we were trolling you and we're going to give you dates soon. But still, it's like, yeah. Why a calendar? Well, very nonsensical <laughs> if, if there's no like other reasoning for it. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I would think if they were going to gearing up for like a UI update or something, they could at least say, you know, these are the guiding principles of which we designed our UI or designing our UI. Or if it was Carfin, it could be like, you know, this is where we would like your feedback and almost like prepping everybody for that. I, I just feel like there's so much better uses for their platforms than a calendar. I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, I think the images are cool, not, but this, these they belong in like the media section yeah. of their website. Yeah, I mean that's easily could have just posted the images, right? I mean, like here you go, yeah. Download the calendar for yourself. We've got it here. You know, you don't even you just, I mean, literally a little image, a slideshow of images for the calendar and a click link to download. That's all you need. You don't need a post for that. Mm-hmm. But. That's my so here's here's what I'm I'm hoping we get. All right. And again, not the same as expectations. I don't have any these days. But what I'm hoping is, is they explain the calendar. I'm hoping that they have uh I'm hoping that they have at least like a bit of feedback related to the conflict that they they saw coming about. I think it's important to actually address that stuff. I think just ignoring it and moving and driving on. I think you're getting feedback from people in the community who are now, albeit there are some toxic asshats whose, you know, voices are just absolutely cringe to even subject yourself to. And some of those people you don't want to listen to because they're toxic for the sake of toxicity, but there are still, there still are balanced, healthy criticisms. And even from some people that are like jackasses, like, there's still going to be valuable feedback that you can take away from that. And I think as an overall consensus, I think that we all could probably for the most part agree they could have handled the last one better. And there have been other ones in the past where they could have managed some of that situation better as well to where quite frankly, it would have been a little bit more respectful of people's time and energy. Right. But we're all human, right? I'm not excusing. I'm just saying like everybody makes mistakes from time to time. Right. If you're going to put them up on a cross and crucify them or burn them at the stake just because of a simple F up, like you probably got some jacked up expectations. But, you know, my my perspective is, is, you know, go, hey, we heard your feedback on these things. You know, just wanted you all to know we we saw what you all had to say. We've read some of the things on the forums, taking that feedback and criticism. We're going to use it. We're going to, you know, learn from it moving forward and, and put together live streams that, um that are more reflective of what it is you all would like to see. Cause I, I think that's an important component, right? I know people are also complaining about how long their streams are. And I'm like, it's kind of a, it's kind of a normal thing. 30 to like an hour or so is a pretty typical thing for a development live stream. Um, I think criticism has been going longer <clears throat> than that though. They've been going yeah. like an hour, hour and a half most of the time. Yeah. Pretty typical hour to an hour and a half is usually pretty typical. I think I think uh, the criticisms that I can agree with related to the streams, um, the predominant one to me would be um, you don't really need to be like pushing the stream back an hour and then like pushing it back another hour, like kind of keeping people around waiting and and like sort of saying, hey, this is the time this is when we're going to do it. You know, love for you to be there. And then, you know, right around time, go, hey, we're going to push it back an hour. I get that, you know, especially if it comes down to something like a recording. I mean, that they could yeah. definitely plan around better. Um, and I think that's definitely, gen, you know, I think it's it's legitimate criticism because there have been times that absolutely we know for a fact they delayed because they didn't have a recording ready yet. 
and that's stuff that could be done, you know, a little bit well in advance, not the last minute. I hear that. I agree with it. I totally feel it resonates. Um, but I just hope that generally speaking, they'll acknowledge that and be like, you know, we've heard your criticisms. We know where to take that information and we're going to, we're going to learn from moving forward, just like we always do. And really use that as an opportunity to sort of reinforce. This is why sharing your feedback is important and, you know, go, and this is why we, you know, put these posts out there regularly, which they do on their forums and, and really like focus that engagement of the community back to like contributing your voices instead of like mouthing off in a corner and being pissed because they don't do what you think they should be doing and you don't communicate it anyway. Outside of like, you know, your little ramble group or whatever. But yeah, I don't really have personally, I don't I don't want Ashes uh Alpha 2 to be out in the next few months. <laughs> Because I know people are like, we don't care, Sam. We know you don't. We don't want. We don't care about what you want. We want it out. And I'm like, all right, all right. But but I'm happy that it's not gonna be here probably anytime soon. Although I do understand you know something. Really Gives me time to really knock out a, Hogwarts Legacy. I really want a 48 hour stream. That's what I really want. Why are you doing this to me? Do you know who said that? Do you heard that he did this last Thursday? I did. Didn't I, did I did. God, dude. He he was summoned. His his ears were burning when I mentioned forty eight hour stream. He awoke from his slumber. I literally no, woke I up, turned on my phone, and I heard my name. It was it was <laughs> <Did> uncanny. Did <laughs> you really? <laughs> you're like you're like, oh, what's this? Forty eight hour stream. <laughs> you know, on. it's interesting that I had been playing. Hogwarts legacy for several days. So apparently my latent divination powers raised armored cell to uh. confirm the requirement. The room of requirement has told us that we need a 48 hour stream. It's either that or like a five mind sort of scenario happening right okay. Yeah. Bayless is like Revilio. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Reveal yourself, Dark One. No, you heard me. Um, Lumos. You know what? With the, with the Hogwarts Legacy conversation component, this is a good point to talk about. Yes, Hogwarts Legacy is an RPG game. It's not an MMORPG. And I've only spent an hour in it, but I'm already going, oh, baby. Oof. Yeah, you ain't seen nothing God, yet. The quality. I mean, honestly, yeah, the, the level of detail. I mean, and and we've seen kind of that already, like with what Intrepid's doing with the art. Yeah. If they can like nail the world, like uh, you know, like Avalanche has done with Hogwarts Legacy, I mean, wow. And and again, that's a known IP. Even though being a known IP, it's like you definitely get references to obviously the the world, but you kind of have your own like uniqueness as well because there's new stories there too new characters that are fleshed out um so yeah i i think it would be good just to kind of see that and if if they ever went the route of like an mmo or at least a shared world experience um i mean i think that would take off but i think with with relation to ashes of creation they could definitely learn a lot just from playing that game in terms of like uh, how how you handle questing, like what types of things are like discovery within the world, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Because I know something that um, Elder Scrolls did was you could kind of go in the world and do stuff and get skill points. So I'm wondering if there was maybe some something that could potentially be done with ashes where you go out in the world maybe not skill points but like bonus experience or something because it feels like they at some point they hinted play how you want to play anything you do is going to essentially be valuable um you know i think that would be something definitely learn about but yeah every every detail i i found is just like it you spend more time and honestly i feel like i've started playing hogwarts the same way i started playing alpha one and uh alpha zero and alpha one just running around like looking at everything i mean i was like it was it was like rubbernecking like everyone oh look at this what's this oh hey that picture moved so on and so forth it's just like yeah 
I mean, I, I have not had the benefit of reading all the books, but um, but seeing like the movies and seeing that world, you do feel get a general feel like you're in a movie as the story unfolds, as you're doing different things, the characters are rich. So that's just going to happen in, in an RPG in general, at least a good one. Um, I kind of see this a lot, like very much like Witcher 3, what Witcher 3 did for that. Yeah. I feel like Hogwarts Legacy is kind of following in those footsteps Damn. Uh, to be like the Harry Potter game everybody's been waiting for. Jeez. What do you think, Cornsell? Well, well, I think it's... Yeah, go ahead. So what do I, what do I think about Harry Potter or... Well, how, so, yeah, which one I was going to go, which was like, what is something that Ashes could learn from games like that? Um, or like The Witcher, those were two great examples. Yeah, look, basically, don't take away the, the, like, don't take away the essence of discovery. So that's what the, those two games are mainly about, is like yeah. exploring the world, discovering new things, discovering hidden little uh, tidbits of information that isn't really highlighted but mm. it adds to the environment as well as the gameplay itself as in like i didn't realize that this was there's tracks here but if you go on to the next quest you realize that there's like a, a wolf pack or something and you realize like oh that's what the tracks are leading to or you don't need to see those tracks but if you notice them it adds a bunch of detail to the gameplay as well as like it really immerse, immerses you into the story itself um so that i when i've been playing a lot of games too where like trying to work out what game like what game plays we should be like what sorry i'm trying to look at how right. people how certain games do things right and what how games do things wrong like, i've been playing a lot of alchemy simulators being mm -hmm. like what's a good way to do alchemy and there's a few bad ones out there, but then there's a few good ones where it's just like there's like puffs of smoke that'll pop out, and you got like got to move your mouse to, um, and and rhythm to the uh, puffs of smoke to make the potion better or worse. Mm. And I was like, like these little interactive things, because like if the whole mechanic, the whole game is around alchemy, they're going to be trying their best to be a good alchemy game. Yeah. So going from there, they can go like, what could Ash has learned from that? Or what can Ash learn from Harry Potter with exploration? Or magic, you know, that like these sort of things is what we should be looking for from other games. It's not stealing, it's more how can you do that sort of type of gameplay correctly? Yeah, I think the Harry Potter game specifically, the first thing I noticed is, you know, just the detail of the world. Like, man, that's like, that is up there. And that was something The Witcher 3 did a really good job with, too. And that was a while back when that one came out. And I feel like Hogwarts Legacy just upped the ante on that. But, I mean, with how long it's been, I mean, I'd hope that a, an RPG game would be willing to kind of, like, step it up beyond that now with the technology we have and things like that. But, God, man, that game, fuck, it's so beautiful. I was just, like... I got criticized of like, you know, drooling as I was playing that thing for the, the period of time I was playing. And I, I think I, I agree with you, though, that one of the things that I remember was, do you remember the Tanky McTanker face clip that Steven shared? And in the background, there was like the portal kind of moving and there was like a sunset back. And you remember that back in the day? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. When I saw that, it gave me hope that in regard to the environment, we get something in ashes or at least an essence of something in ashes that was similar to the essence of what The Witcher 3 had in terms of environment and like sunrise and sunsets and and the way that the trees moved uh along with like the the wind and the the storms and how all of that felt to, from an immersive perspective being in the game i think when i think of the witcher aside from that you know uh exploration discovery component that i i feel it, it delivers in spades on i mean it definitely when ash has to have that too but that aspect of just the environment 
the weather, the sunset, the sunrise, the clouds, the way it feels to be in the world where when the weather's changing, it I have an experience about that, you know, like it, it impacts my mood a little bit. Like if I'm running around on my horse and Roach and I are like traveling down a road, it starts to get darker and rain. Now I'm being a little more cautious because I can't see as clearly. And it does make me a bit apprehensive about running into dark areas really quickly where I can't see because my visibility is diminished now or the trees are swaying a lot. Um, you know, or like the way that people react in the town. Now, I don't expect we're going to get a lot in that regard that you're going to get in something like an RPG game because it's a little bit, I think that aside from the Elder Scrolls Online where you get that, that is, you know, a component to the Elder Scrolls games in general is to have that sort of interactivity um, but I don't always expect that with a game, especially one that's not a AAA studio or doesn't have something about that ingrained in its identity already. Um, but for me, it's that immersion component of like, when I'm in the world, how do the things that just happen naturally in the environment impact me? And certainly we've seen um, a snapshot of that um, through how the seasons are going to work yeah. in that showcase. So like, there's going to be a few things that's going to be for, for discovery, right? Like during the seasons, the environment's going to change. Like yeah. the rocks are going to change. Like the right. like the mountains, like maybe the ice melts away. There's cave opening sort of thing. Um, but they've also mentioned like there's uh, like mist clouds that will be dispersed by clerics, or like there'll be secret passageways that rogues will be able to see. Like these sort of uh, points of discovery are for classes uniquely as well, which is also going to be like more yeah. reason to. Bring a different like a different party member with you yes or change your class to go like pick a different character to go into that area and be like hey what was in that tunnel Same. or what was behind those clouds or i can't wait towards summer when i can just, like go around this ice this um snowy mountain and see if there's any hidden caves like mm. these things are that you, you just because you go there like tomorrow oh sorry yesterday it doesn't mean it's gonna be the same tomorrow true yeah, and the one thing about Witcher 3 too is there was it was all about pacing and yeah. setting the scene. Mm -hmm. And I think John in chat made a really good point. Is if things like that happen too frequently in terms of changes of seasons, like rain and not rain, I can get happening more frequently, but changes of seasons happening so quickly, it's gonna be pretty jarring and it's gonna be kind of old quick and and yeah. um and setting the environment around is extremely important, like with any game that's focusing on immersion. And I do feel like, you know, if we talk about like Witcher 3 or Harry Potter and, and what at least what we've heard vision wise from um, from Steven is that they are looking to really kind of set the feel, um, set the feel for the game in that in that way. And so, I mean, I won't spoil anything, but I feel like Harry Potter does a great job of that in terms of setting the environment too and how the environment plays a role in the story progression as well. Um, and I think that's that's going to be important to make those changes like that are big, meaningful. Uh, and, and that's, I think, what John is getting at that I totally agree with. The more frequently something happens, it becomes less and less magical at that point. Uh, I yeah. mean, I just, we just look at like, you know, games like WoW, uh, for example. You know, when they have had these like big events when a boss gets killed, for example, like the first time is like, wow, dude, look, there's a dragon in the sky and so on and so forth. But after a while, it get, gets kind of old. To see that now, granted, that's probably and you know, that happens on a weekly basis, um, with you know anyone killing a boss and turning in said quest item, but still, it is um, it's something like that 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 takes away. So you really have to be focused on pacing, um, in terms of that achievement, um, because otherwise, you know, people just get desensitized to it and and tune it out, and then it loses its meaning. Yeah, and I think there's something to the rarity of certain things. Like you, there, it's good to have those moments that aren't 
easily predictable, I think. And I think that the as much as like in World of Warcraft, that that rare spawn, the time loss proto was such a drag to wait on it. It, you know, it was something that like you knew you had to work for because there was a sense of uncertainty about when you would actually get that right. So if you really wanted that mount, you had to wait because there was no guarantee, right? Because it was a it was a rare spawn in a zone that came off of. So you had like these rare spawns. The time loss proto was a rare spawn off of one of the possible rare spawns in the zone that worked on a timer that was that varied you know, let's say six to eight hours or something, right? You had a rare spawn that would pop in a zone. Let's say you had like four uh, uh, rare spawns in the zone and, you know, like, I don't know, like a hundred points that they could pop from. Only certain ones would be this one and then this one, this one, this one, right? And the time loss was a rare spawn off of only one of them. So you had to have that one pop and then you had to have a chance that when that one popped, that this other thing popped. And then you had to find one of its locations and fight against any other people who were also looking for it. Yeah, it was it was a hell of a thing to accomplish. Even a more of a hell of a thing to accomplish once they did the the server merging because that just really screwed things up um, and it made it like, oh, congratulations! Now you're fighting not only on your server but on all the servers in your cluster for this. Rip the dream. That's all I got to say. But the point is, is that it made it really rare and unique and you knew when you saw somebody they probably worked really hard and spent a lot of time waiting and trying to trying to get that thing to pop now i'm not saying everything should be that rare and that difficult to come by but when you don't always know what to expect there's a certain level of like intrigue and and curiosity and and uh wonder about this rare thing that you you want to occur and the seasons could prefer uh absolutely provide uh aspects of that i think like armored cell was talking about like and it's one of the references i've had for ages like and we've seen it showcased on their stream now too there was this chunk of ice that was there and you couldn't get through that doorway till that chunk of ice like melted down and then when it melted down you could go through and there was like this hidden you know like fey realm or whatever the hell it was with the chest whatever that was supposed to be that you walked into some magical doorway into the nether realm or something and you're there in a place outside of like your world's time or whatever so you know the seasons have the potential to to offer that sense of wonder that you know i think a lot of games won't have for you know their weather system or seasons or whatever you want to yeah yeah definitely that and i think also like one of the things is i think is a that i do feel like is cool about hogwarts legacy is how they used like puzzles in such a like a a really like i would say meaningful way i mean honestly the the game a lot of the game you're spending time like doing certain things to get you know some coin but also cosmetic rewards but i do feel like that like the way they handle like those different activities is important and trans would translate well to an mmo i'm not necessarily talking about like some of the like the discovery puzzles but even like in general like going into a dungeon and figuring out what mechanisms allow you to get into like a secret area or see get to a secret boss or get to a secret treasure or discover a world boss and i think there's ways you can do that without it becoming like oh somebody did it once so now it's everywhere on the internet right you can randomly spawn it i mean granted that probably will still be you know over time like people Mm -hmm. will figure that out potentially if they have like if they find a way to access the api or something like that Mm -hmm. uh but still um there's ways you can do that too and because of the way they're designing like this whole branching like depending on what choices the server makes in terms of different things and what bosses are available i mean there's a lot there you can do to really encourage exploration and discovery and reward exploration and discovery too with new encounters with new items whatever um the case may be 
um, and have it be more of a slow burn versus it being mm. something people can like slam through in a day. Yeah. Um, and you can put a lot of Easter eggs. So like that, that was kind of a lot of what I found that really worked in the game is like kind of discovering, okay, well, what do I need to do here? And this requires a particular spell to activate. I could see the same thing happening in Ashes of Creation, a skill yeah. or an ability that re is required. Now, granted, in Hogwarts, everybody really has access to the same toolkit, so that might be a little more difficult. But even if you're going in a party dungeon, right, you know, and I think WoW did this in some respect, too, with, like, like if you were had an alchemist or a blacksmith, you could unlock certain things. So I that was like part of the game that I'm like, oh that that's really cool, right? You, you know, who's a blacksmith? Okay, well we can do the sacred boss tower, whatever. So there that there's possibilities there. Absolutely. So I was thinking like when you could say so we're talking about like unique um world bosses and like like not having it as linear as what you were always expecting. I was thinking of something so like as I was like, what can make world bosses unique? And then I remember that. Uh, the truck, the um, Cyclops is a roaming uh, world boss, right? Yep. So, what happens if two world bosses meet? They fall in love. So, uh, so, uh, so I was uh, never mind. <laughs> no, so, I was imagining the same thing that happened in um, Godzilla. Oh, sorry, King Kong, where um, Godzilla like uh, attacked the um, the weapon of uh, King Kong, and it became like a lightning weapon. So what happens if the Cyclops attacks like the Fire Dragon or something, right? Or Fire Drake. And then the Fire Drake flip, like runs away, but now he's got like a flaming club instead of like a normal club. I mean, that would be a good time, wouldn't it? It'd be a good time if you're like the, the boss wrecking things in the world. Yeah, but like you, you're like, oh, it's a Cyclops. He's going to do this and this and this. But now all of a sudden he's got a flaming weapon that he doesn't normally have. See, that it's would like, be epic for the... For the sake of world boss like raids yeah oh my god or if you like utilize that same idea with weather mm. Mm. right so just because you're versing the world boss now he might, he might have came across something along the way he might have um picked up something who knows like we don't like if some if he might have some sort of a variable in him that we haven't met yet because we don't know his path that he's got around the world I think too, like if the weather were to to influence the path, that that's something I think would be just really wise in general. Mm -hmm. If one of them is a cyclops, the other gets to see the true <laughs> night monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where'd that come from? Uh, Daedalus typed it in. in well, I don't know. You were there, we were talking about sausages earlier, so I figured it'd fit. I'm surprised that it, there was a, it wasn't clipped what I just said a little bit ago. It's probably for the best. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, God. I saw I saw something in the chat. I was like, oh, no. There it is. Never mind. It's just a random command. It's good. So I got, a, I got a, another question for y'all. If Alpha 2 isn't out this year, Someone believes if it isn't, if Alpha 2 doesn't come out this year, it's very likely the Ashes of Creation will be dead on arrival. What do you have to say to that person? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess everyone has a right to an opinion, even if it's wrong. Uh, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, if it's, I don't think making or not making a date is going to determine whether or not ashes of creation is coming out. I think getting a good product is going to determine whether or not it's successful. And I don't see like given, I think there was a recent video we talked about that was generally more speculative, but it yeah. talked a little bit about like funding and where they are. I mean, I'm not expecting that they're in a dire financial situation given kind of where they are. And I think as long as they keep uh, on a steady stream of content, and I think that's probably the the piece that would determine the the DOA for me, is if they go like full like dark, you know, dark ages, and we don't hear anything, 
and nothing comes out in 2023, then I can kind of see it maybe going that route where people are going to start potentially getting frustrated or losing interest. Um, you know, we had a dark period for a while and that was, you know, even for most dedicated community members, that was painful. So I think the only way they can address that is like really focusing on a steady stream of content. I think it's highly unlikely that they will not have Alpha, Alpha 2 this year, given kind of where yeah. they are. And the fact that they have said not all of the classes we're going to do shake showcases on before Alpha 2 is out. That in and of itself tells me that they're planning to do something this year. Uh, but yeah, I, I just don't agree with that type of fatalism at this point, right? Given what they've been able to show us where we thought, hmm, we didn't really know how you were that far along, but then, you know, character creator came out and we did the weather system and we kind of had the animal husbandry system that they were talking about. And these are all things that like really felt like they had meaty design behind them. Um, so in my opinion, I don't feel like that argument it holds any water at all. Basically, the long and short of what Daedalus just said is, no, you are fatalism. You are wrong. I would sell. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I I don't get that either. Like, if if they were really struggling for money and they needed to, like, get the money, they could easily chuck out a half-baked Alpha 2 and then everyone's going to start buying Alpha 2 and they'll get more money. That's true. If, if yeah. But, like, they're not doing that. So, like, I don't understand why that's the thing. But the whole point is, like, if you go, if look back at the December stream, they've already mentioned four, four other, like, four um, live streams that they've mentioned that will be coming up with augmentation, the Cyclops, the yeah. uh, the crafting system. Like, they've, they've yeah. already talked about a bunch of other live streams, and, but they haven't talked about the Alpha 2. So there's still at least three to, three to five live streams before we even talk about Alpha 2. And at, at that point, it's already coming close to the end of the year. So at this point, maybe we should just use the calendar as the uh, <laughs> countdown to Alpha Two, the end of end of January, twenty twenty four. Possible. And if it comes if it comes before that, cool. If not, I mean, hey, I'll still be here. Needless. And I, I do have to address this because there was a comment in chat. When somebody asked about a release date and we said map to be determined, uh, it sounded like Star Citizen. Mm. Okay, so that triggers me a bit because Star Citizen started production in 2010. Yeah. It started using a new engine in God, like 2011 dude. and it's 2023. True. And that shit's still in alpha. Okay. When we're talking about Ashes of Creation, that's like literally less than half that time that yeah. it's been in development and realistically i mean even if we say okay it's got another two years to go which is i think the comment that you made uh sim which is still like within uh, i mean that's like a pretty yeah, normal that's MMO still window. like yeah that's still within you know yeah. a decent window for a complicated mmo right if you want to you know put something together like embers adrift sure okay that's gonna that's not going to take that long, but oh, no. Ashes of Creation has maybe a little more meat on its bones than, you know, a hunter simulator with deer and shit. Sorry, that was <laughs> probably got, the, the LFM coming out. I got a the, ridiculous comment on that recently. I got to tell you about later. We'll talk about it. You're just going to be like someone suckling the teat, aren't they? I mean, comparing comparing uh, Star Citizen to Ashes is like comparing. Like Star Citizen to to Dreamworld. I mean, like it's it's not the same. Like, like if, if, for example, like if, if 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 I want to if I want to go to for example, if, let's say I started backing Star Citizen and I go to get top tier, I could probably say I want this new content and I'm like, oh shit, all right, let's add four more months of development because this one dude said he wants to add fucking ostriches and spaceships. I mean, yeah. for God's sakes. Yeah, like, I mean, I, you see RSL downgraded Star Citizen so hard with that simple comment. <laughs> it's like, I mean, Chris, Chris Roberts. Shit. Chris Roberts is actually like 
I grew up with his video games and I like loved like Wing Commander. Like that was literally one that I like I played one of those games and I just ended up buying them all, right? But I just think he's got so much development ADD and that's why Star Citizen isn't out yet. Because there's always a new technology he wants to try. They're using CryEngine, obviously. They've like, you know, have all this these crazy features. I mean, if you want to look up scope creep in the dictionary, I mean, I'm sorry, but that that project yeah. is going to be on there. Yeah, I just true. feel like if I look at what choices Ashes of Creation have made, they're not developing their own engine. They're leveraging one where they can be completely agile. They're not doing any like super crazy features, right? There are some things that maybe look a little more complicated than service level. But it still doesn't necessarily feel like they're just stacking on technologies and features and everything that, like, you know, randomly Steven thinks about. I mean, they're definitely reeling him in, at least from what I we have seen. But there's still a lot there that they've already done that doesn't lead me to believe that this is something that's going to be in, you know, development for decades. But in saying it though, the things that are developing now for Ashes is not just for now, it's for the future as well. That's why they're, they're making these like customizations for uh, for characters, NPCs, like the character creator is meant for like other characters, other mobs. It's, it's meant for the future of making more um, creatures and stuff. Same thing with the um, in-game um, asset um, modifier. So they don't have to constantly go, go out of game to edit it and go back in. Like they're doing these things so it's easier to update, upgrade, and add more things to the future. Whereas yeah. Star Citizen is like, here's a thirty grand ship. Jesus Christ, dude! Can it, can we from now on all agree on something on this channel in this community, please? For me, just for absolute joy and happiness, can we all agree with this? Anytime someone compares Ashes of Creation to Star Citizen, can we please just say this? And quote Armored Cell, comparing Ashes of Creation to Star Citizen is like is like comparing Star Citizen to Dream World. That is literally all we need to say. <laughs> God, that's so good. That's like my favorite thing. Armored Cell, it's like top five, three, five favorite things I've ever heard you say. That like brings me nothing but joy. Because if you do the comparative analysis, that is like really good <laughs> comparative analysis. So <laughs> it's, it's just really annoys me every time, every time someone says Star Citizen. Like it's no, it's not even close. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> have you heard of Dream yeah. World? Let, let's have a conversation real quick. <laughs> like, it's oh, like, that's a, that's a, I actually back Dream World, man. I'm a top tier. Oh, no. Oh shit! It's, it's no, gonna fulfill I, I, all I, I my feel fantasies. that in my soul. There's <laughs> it's, pain. It's the last game I'm ever gonna play. Promised. You know what I mean? Like it comes oh with a free cyanide pill. I mean, what? <laughs> We're getting more out of Dreamworld than any single backer. <laughs> Ow! Oh, Cheryl so coming good, in hot. <laughs> shit, man! The freaking burn though. Oh man, that's look, this is literally it for today. Okay. I don't want to do too much. Cause I know there's like one thing I want to talk about. I'm going to save it because I was like, we could talk about that next time. I got some things I need to knock out tonight with the rest of my online time anyway. And uh, I want to save some steam for next week. Cause the next stream we got is going to be post Ashes of Creation Development. We're going to be looking to Skylark to knock out the development points, which we'll have written up on Ashes HQ no later than Friday, unless something comes up. But we're always within the 24-hour window um, getting that up on Ashes HQ for you all. Um, we're going to be doing the Ashes post-show slash watch party here on Friday to watch a developer live stream to kind of gather our thoughts, chat about it, see what's going on. And then we'll be chatting about things again on sunday so i'm definitely looking forward to catching up next week i have a feeling that one's gonna be a pack show so you know i'd bring refreshments and stuff because i have a feeling it's gonna be a a good one here's the hoping they go into the tower of carfin you show off ui too that's cool 
I think it would be yeah. good to see the Tower of Carfin. A little bit of, I think that would eight be good. People. Yeah. Eight people. Eight people. Yeah. Eight person. Yeah. Yeah. Group. And, 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 yeah. and fire guardrail is on exactly what they want to do and hit the mark. Check, check Agreed. the list. Agreed. Gentlemen, why don't you go ahead and well, Daedalus and Armored Cell real quick. Uh, go ahead and shout out your domains. Let people know where they can find you when you're not on this podcast, Daedalus. Sure. You can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Ashen Herald. And Armored Cell. And you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Armored Cell. There you go, friends. Much love to everybody. Thanks for being here. We always encourage you to join us live if you can over here on Twitch. Sundays, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time here in the U.S. Now, we might be at the end of today's show, but in closing, got to remind every single one of you that's here, whether you tune in live, whether you watch over on YouTube, whether you listen to the podcast in the car on your drive to work and so forth. Uh, remember, you don't have to be on this roundtable to be a Pathfinder. It's literally every one of us who's on this journey together so much love to all of you much love to intrepid studios and until next week live your best lives walk in the light and have a great night friends we're going to see you again real soon take care everybody see you later